Blog Talk Radio. Praise God and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. God bless everyone who's here this evening. I want to thank all of our listeners who's listening to us here at Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. We have a very, very powerful, powerful sermon that I would like to share with our listening audience. Amen. Uh, I want you to please pay close attention to me. I am not a politician, but there's something happening spiritually in every facet of an American citizen's life in this country. Worldwide, we are coming under attack with an anti-Messiah spirit. Leave the Jewish people alone, Christians, pro-Israel, okay? You have to pray for them. You have to leave them alone. This is a spirit. This spirit is very powerful called rebellion. And this is what we're dealing with in our society today. Our main problem is everyone is rebelling against God. Everyone. This is all I see. And God doesn't like that. Heavenly Father, we come in your holy name. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Use me as your oracle and allow the power of God to penetrate this message to the hearer. I bind the spirit of rebellion in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth along with the demonic demons of Fangabanging. Banging against the truth, fighting against the truth. I bind it in Jesus' name. Rebellion is the act of violence or open resistance to an establishment government. We have a, a, a former American president who says that he is going to weaponize the Department of Justice, and he's, he means what he's going to do. Why is it that Christians, both black and white, see something in Donald Trump and don't see nothing in Jesus? Why is it that Christians, both black and white, see something in Biden and you see something in some human, but you don't see it in God? It's rebellion. It's a demonic spirit. This is a spirit. This is attacking America. It's an anti-Christ spirit all over the world against the Jewish people. Satan hates the Jewish people because Jesus comes from the Jewish people. That's quite simple. I am pro-Israel. I want everyone to know, don't come calling me, asking me to denounce Israel. I'm pro-Israel, and whatever Israel do, I support, whether it's bad or good. I'm going to leave them up to God. But Passover, do you support what they do? Is, is how they do something wrong to a person, you support it? I'm going to let God deal with the children of Israel. I'm not going to comment anything about whether they are wrong or right. Uh, you know, they're defending their nation. These people have been in terror. I, li- I stayed over there for a while, and there are a lot of them smoke cigarettes for stress, man. The Jewish people have been through a tremendous amount of sufferings throughout the whole world. It is a spirit. 
and here we go. We got professors in college and stuff getting fired because of anti-Semitism. It's an anti-Messiah spirit. Amen. Please, I ask any of you, go tell somebody, especially in America, my American brothers in the Lord, my American sisters in the Lord who's born again a Christian, please don't vote for Donald Trump. This man, all he's going to be saying is drill, drill, drill. Ain't no oil no more. This is why people come into shortening, going to technologies for batteries and electrical batteries. Of course, that ain't going to help either because the battery, what are you going to do when the battery gets messed up? See, mankind has one solution, there's another solution. And what the devil tries to do to people, and I notice, especially with politics, bring rebellion against two Christians. You have a born-again Christian who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, that's a Republican slave walker. Then you got a born-again Christian who's a believer in, in the Democratic Dixiecrats. Both of them are a political party that's not of God. So what would two Christians, and then you got two Christians coming up against each other. The Bible says, how can two come together unless they agree? You have to agree with the word and trust God. Politics is not the solution. People need Jesus. Amen. And people need Jesus very, very bad. There is a lot of people hurting right now in the world, right now, hurting. You have families that's hurting. It's hard out here. We don't need no, you have children very rebellious, very, very rebellious. I had a 14-year-old child who cussed me out like a, a United States Navy sailor, and I was doing a deliverance and so much rebellion out here. It's in the church, and it's in a lot of Christians. So I want to break this thing down in two folds. What is rebellion? It is a spirit. And also the anti-Messiah, which is a rebellious spirit that's against the Messiah, and it is against Jesus of Nazareth. I want to welcome my viewer, whoever you are. Hello, shalom to you, and God bless you. Let's start off with a list of scriptures concerning rebellion. We need to give you a list of scriptures concerning rebellion. The first one is in 1 Samuel, chapter 15. The first one. 1 Samuel. Chapter 15, verse 23, for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. That's very deep to compare rebellion like witchcraft. And witchcraft is the oldest religion on earth called paganism. It's worshiping any other God than the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. And I hate to say this, but some Christians have caught themselves into rebelling against God, yet thinking that they're serving Christ. And they're not. Please, listen to this message tonight. Uh, Hebrews 2.2, 2, disobedience receive a just reward. You will be punished from disobedience. When we disobey God, there's consequences behind it. And there are a lot of Christians who are so rebellious that they do what they want to do, when they want to do it, how they want to do it. That's not a Christian. You, you know, you, the cost of Christ is to follow him and give up the whole world, and people don't want to do that, only when you need him, but not when he needs you. We don't need that. Hebrews thirteen seventeen says, submit yourself. Anti-submissiveness will stop you from submitting yourself to the Lord God. It is a spirit. It's anti-submissive. Pastors should not try to control their flock. Their flock should submit to the pastor as unto the Lord. And still test the spirit, but they don't do that. 
Symptoms of rebellion are tension, self-will, stubbornness. Oh, God. I have seen stubbornness throughout the whole body of Christ. I've seen people walk with the Lord 13, 14, 15 years and stubborn as a donor, won't change, won't submit to God, but yet says, praise God. A lot of you are going to go to hell. You're going to burn hell wide open. God does not want you to do what you want to do. You can't do what you want to do. Jesus when he was on the cross, the Lord said something very, very interesting. He says, Father, I commit myself. Let your will be done. He submitted himself to the Father. Well, we should submit ourselves to the Savior because that's what the Father wants us to do. He sent the Savior to lead us out of oppression. He sent his Son to deliver us from sin. He sent his son to deliver us from sicknesses. And a lot of people who are sick don't realize that their sickness comes because of your disobedience. You know, and and I, I was when I was a hospital chaplain I really had an understanding of demon demonic uh demonic activity. That's the best place you can learn to be a deliverance minister at a hospital. And as I notice different people, especially diabetes, people who have diabetes uh, are very stubborn, very stubborn, stubborn. And throughout uh, my experience in this ministry, I see that stubbornness bring on diabetes. So anytime that you have a spirit in you, there are other spirits will enter in you with that spirit, and you don't realize that this is why people have to have the arm of God on. People do what they want to do. Most people don't get up and pray to the Lord. Most people don't even read the Bible no more than 10, 15 minutes. That ain't, come on, man. I bet you how many meals you eat in a day. You eat about three or four meals a day. How many meals you eat the Word? See, when you don't read the Word, you are prone to demonic attack. And stubbornness is what the devil wants you to do, wants you to go against God, but that's you believe in God. You can't do that. Amen? Bitter, rebellion, disobedient means to disobey, transgress, violate, disregard, defile, resist, rebel, and revolt. That's the spirit of rebellion. What Donald Trump is doing the same thing. We, if we get this man in office, it won't be a proper America. We're going to have chaos. I am warning you by the power of the Lord is warning me to warn all born-again Christians, please don't vote for this man. You think you got problems. This man is tying the court system up. He's very rebellious against God. I'm praying against him. I am praying for this nation. Fast with me. I fast Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. I want you to come on a fast with me and let us fast for healing of this land. Let us fast that Christians don't be so disobedient to God. Do you know Christians don't even read the Bible even to find out that Sunday is the right worship? You know, when you go to church, that's disobeying God. That's rebellion against God because God don't want Christians on no church on no Sundays. Jesus never preached on a Sunday in the Bible. said in the synagogue. He was always in the synagogue on a Saturday. He never taught on a Sunday. There's no Sunday service that you can find that Jesus did. And when you tell this to people, the first thing the people say to me, oh, 
you uh, Seventh-day Adventist? No, I'm, I'm a Christian. God does not like rebellion. The word rebellion occurs frequently in the Bible. Therefore, we must use other words as rebellion or rubble. The next best word to describe rebellion is disobedience or the opposition of obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And when you don't obey God, that is rebellious. I take one day at a time. I'm dealing with today. I'm not dealing with tomorrow. I, I don't want to sin against God today. That's how I take one day. Lord, I didn't sin against you. I didn't, I'm didn't. i trying at my hardest to serve God at my best. And when I see all of this rebellion around me, it's like, my God, Lord, this is why the church is in this condition that it's in. Uh, we have used platforms in church, so-called pastors per se, don't even teach anything about rebellion. Not one thing that they say. So I want to first give you some scriptures of this thing. Disobedience to God in scripture, Leviticus chapter 26, verse 44 and verse 46, a curse to those who break the commandments. That is a curse for each disobedience. Do you know each time you disobey God, that's a curse? My God. And you don't even realize that. <laughs> well, that's in the Bible. Murmuring against God is another form of rebellion. You don't want to do what God tells you do. And then I notice that when people have rebellion, they like to attack the messenger instead of God. But they think that they're getting away with it. <laughs> but they're not. They're only being deceived by the devil. They're being bewitched. In Numbers chapter 14, verse 11 through 24, people murmured. God threatened them. Are you murmuring? Murmuring is complaining against God instead of yielding to God. God doesn't want us to yield to ourselves because when we yield to ourselves, we ain't gonna, we're going to go back in the old nature. We're going to go back being an old man, and we're supposed to be a new creature in Christ, but if you're rebellious, it's impossible to be new. Numbers chapter 32, 8 through 13, Moses reproved the Ritubites and the Gananites because of rebellion. At Deuteronomy 18, 19, God will require it of the people to not rebel. God does not want us to rebel. God wants us to submit to him, submit to God, resist the devil, and he shall flee. You draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. But rebellion won't let you draw near to God. It will keep you away, and it's your choice. And if you keep doing it, and if you keep doing it, and if you keep doing it, you're going to have a lot of demons, a whole lot of demons. And Deuteronomy chapter 28, uh, verse 15, all the way through verse uh, 68, teaches you the curse for disobedience. And uh, that's, that's a lot of, of curses if you look into that and study that. Please study that tonight on your own free time. I don't have the time to read the whole thing. The, whole, the Bible said it would be over if I read the whole chapter. So the scriptures for you to study about this, the curse for disobedience is in Deuteronomy chapter 28, 15 through 68. Again, Deuteronomy chapter 28, 15 through 68, King James Version. And if you look at this component of these scriptures, it's very shocking. Let's look at some of them in Deuteronomy 28, 15. But it shall come to pass. If thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord, 
thy God, to absorb, to do all his commandments and his statutes, all his commandments. Here's the problem. Christians like to pick certain things out the Bible. That's that's rebellion. What I pick this, I won't pick that. Oh, I'll pick going to church on Sunday and justify it. You can't do that. You have to obey the word. And, you know, I don't even see people obeying the word. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe, to do all his commandments, not half, but all, and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. So if you are a Christian, okay, and you believe that you're born again Christian and that if you are rebellious against God, this is what's going to happen to you. In Deuteronomy 28:16, cursed shall thou be in the city and cursed shall thou be in the field. Cursed shall thy baskets in thy store. Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land. The increase of thy kind and the flock of thy sheep, the body is cursed. This is why many Christians born again have sugar diabetes, high blood pressure, nerves, doubled-minded, schizophrenia, double-tongued, double-heart going here, going back. You're not stable, James 1.6. That brings curses to you. And it says, Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body. And anytime you see a Christian who's stubborn and rebelling against God, I guarantee you there is some sickness in his life or her life. God doesn't want us to be sick. I got healed of high blood pressure. I don't have to, I don't take high blood pressure no more. I don't take the pills. I got healed from it. That's a true healing. There's other things that I need to get healed from. See, we're like a, 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 a onion. God's trying to peel us. Each time you peel an onion, a pure onion, when you peel it, get to the core, boy, it smells good. The more flavor in it. But God is trying to, when you are rebellious, you're not allowing God to take the uh, example of the onion and peel you. You, you. you won't allow yourself to be chastened with the Lord. And when we rebel, what happens is, is we go against God. We begin to fight against God. Rebellion makes you fight against God. It makes you go against God. So this is why people are sick. Uh, curse, verse 19, Deuteronomy 28, 19, curse shall thou be when thou cometh in, and curse shall thou be when thou goest out. This is because you're a rebellion, and this is what happens when people are rebellious against the Lord. The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke, and all that thou settest thy hand unto for to do, until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly, because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast forsaken me. See, when you are rebellious, you begin to forsake God, not knowing it, because you are acting as Satan acts. Satan was rebellious against God. This is why God doesn't like rebellion. Amen. Uh, verse 21, the Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee, until he have consumed thee from off the land, whither thou goest to possess it. Verse 22, the Lord shall smite thee with a consumption and with a fever and with an inflammation and with an extreme burning and with the sword and with blisterings and with mildew, and they shall pursue thee until thou perish. See, 
when you are rebellion against God, you become God's enemy. So you are a born-again Christian who's rebellion against God. That does not sound right at all. Something's fishy about that. And most Christians who I have met, I'm not here to judge no one, but from what I hear and what I see, there's no discipline in their walk with reading the Bible. There's no discipline in their walk with fellowshiping with the Lord. There's no discipline in their walk with fasting. No fasting. A person who's rebellious can't fast. The demon won't let him. Uh, that demon going to do everything he can. And then when God tells us and tells you to fast, you should be happy because you're breaking your follow ground. And that means that you're allowing God through your fast, through your praying, through your meditating, through your reading to cleanse you with these sins or, and with these demons that dwell in you. We all fight against sin. I'm fighting. I have my demons. You have your demons. I'm not here to say I'm holding in you. I've rebelled against God in some things many times, and I suffered many times. And it just don't feel good for me. I'm 62 years old. People ask me, uh, what do you do in your life? Nothing but stay in the Word. When I get off air, uh, I'm going to go exercise at a gym when I get off air. I'm going to exercise at 11 o'clock. Every night I exercise. Then I come back. And then I go really listen to Derek Prince all day. I know it sounds like a boring life, but I tell you, it has it, it's a wonderful feeling for me knowing that I'm doing the best I can with my life to serve God. I am not perfect. God knows I don't like to sin. I hate sin. And when you're rebellious, you won't have a conscience like that. Okay, when you feel bad with your sin, that means God trying to deal with you. Man, when you're rebellious, you're out there. <laughs> and God said, whoa, hey, come on back here. You have to come back to yourself. And we haven't been taught really the precepts of obeying God. Uh, we just have been taught to just accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And then uh, after that, uh, go around the corner so the pastor can fill out you some forms and put you on the committee. And we're going to see with the beginner's Bible study, and that beginner's Bible study don't even have nothing about rebellion and uh, uh, disobeying God. It's just junk. This is why I tell people don't go in these churches. They ain't teaching nothing. Now, I'm not saying I got all the answers, but we have a heaviness of rebellion in the body of Christ uh, today. Uh, Deuteronomy, uh, we're looking at rebellion in the book of Deuteronomy 28 and the curses that comes with rebellion. And Deuteronomy 20, 21, that says, and the Lord shall make the peasants cleave unto thee. See, you, he, he'll, he'll allow that sickness to cleave unto you. I know a person playing with somebody's soul right now who's dying. They want to be spiritual. When a person's dying, it's not time to be spiritual. It's time to humble yourself. God has a way of humbling you if you're rebellious. You can do it the hard way or you can do it the the, the, the easy way. Because God's going to bring you uh, to his bosom if he's called you out to mother's womb. He said, I've chosen you, and he's not going to give up on you, but he will allow you to have your free will. And that's where your trouble come in at. That's when you choose the opposite of the word of God. Trouble comes with all of us. I can raise up my hand and tell you how many times I done got myself in trouble trying to do it my way. 
I'm going back to Jamaica, but I'm going back when the Lord gets me in the position to go back, and he's doing that. See, if we would wait on God, not be rebellious to what we want to do, and learn to yield and be patient, you can have so much success in your life. God has set me up where I'm getting my burglar bars, and when the minute I get my burglar bars up, you will not see me broadcasting in this house. I will be back in Jamaica. The only reason why I'm here for some personal business and government business with my disability settlement, after that, I will be in Jamaica, and I want to be buried in Jamaica, and I want to die in Jamaica. That's what I desire. And I pray that God give me the desires of my heart. I love it there. Uh, I'm comfortable there, and my Brothers and sisters are more there than they are here. Okay, Deuteronomy 28, verse uh, 22, the Lord shall smite thee with consumption and with a fever. See, God can allow you to get sick because if you're disobedient, take his hands off of you. And with inflammation, that's swelling, and with extreme burning, and with the sword, and with blisterings. And with mildew, and they shall pursue thee until thou perish. See, when you rebel against God and you give God the authority to come into your life, you confess with your mouth, you believe that Jesus is Lord, and now you're going to go do what you want to do. I lived like this before in my early Christian walk, and believe me, I got nowhere. Verse 23. And thy heavens that is over thy head shall be brass, and the earth that is under thee shall be iron. The Lord shall make the rain of thy land ponder and dust from heaven, shall it come down upon thee, and shall thou be destroyed. So there is nothing good in being rebellious against God, nothing. The Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thy enemy. Thou go out one way against them, and flee seven ways before them, and shall be Remove into all kingdoms of the earth. Now, why would you want something like that to happen to you? And thy cause shall be meat unto the flowers of the air and unto the beasts of the earth, and no man shall fray them away. The Lord shall smite thee with the pots of Egypt and with the emeralds and with the scabs and with the itch, wherefore thou hast to be healed, and thou cannot be healed. Wherefore thou canst not be healed. Deuteronomy 28, 27. You can't be healed when you are in disobedience. This is why many Christians are suffering from sicknesses because they have rebellion in them. Every Christian that I know who has a form of sickness or dealing with some form of rebellion or some curse that came upon them, a curse would not come without a cause, Proverbs 26, 2. And you open up that cause through your own free will to cause you to sin against God and not allow God's discipline. These things will happen to a Christian. And God knows I don't want that to happen to any of you. It was very, very, very uncomfortable to teach this, but it's not for me to teach. It's for me. I got to obey God. If God says teach this, I'm going to obey him. Okay? Uh, Deuteronomy 28:29, and thou shalt grip at noonday and blind grope in darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in thy way, and thou shalt be only oppressed and spall evermore, evermore, and no man shall save thee. See, when you are dis disobeying God and going against God and being rebellious, God takes man's favor away from you. 
Look what happened to uh, Jonah. He rebelled against God. Well, what happened to him? God threw him into the mouth of the fish and told him, you're going to go to Naivia. And he didn't want to go to Naivia because he didn't want to, that Gentile uh, people to be saved. But it wasn't what he wanted. And Jonah, in the Bible, rebelled against God. If we see that Adam and Eve rebelled against God by deception, they was deceived by the enemy. What is your excuse tonight? Why are you rebellious? Look here, brothers and sisters. Please, please listen to me. It's not good to rebel against God because you're going to lose this war. You're not rebelling against me. I'm not God. See, when I die, I got to answer the same God that you got to answer to. Amen? So it shows here all the, 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 the bad things happen when we are disobedient. Amen? Deuteronomy. 2827, the Lord will smite thee with botch of Egypt and with the emeralds and with the scabs and itch. Wherefore, canest not be healed? Wherefore, thou canest not be healed. There's no healing for a rebellious person. None. Zero. No healing. The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. And some people God has done that with, and you think, what's wrong with He is smiting you because you haven't been obedient. Your whole life has been banging and banging and warned against God. Stop, God. Start back with God. Quit. Go back. That's rebellion. Backwards and forth. Double-minded. Man, there's no life to live like that. Verse 29, And thou shalt grope at noonday as the blind groping in darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways, and thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore, and no man shall save thee. Deuteronomy 28:29. See, when you disobey God, this is what happens to you. In verse 30, thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her, Thou shalt build a house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard, and shalt not gather the grapes, therefore. There's nothing good in disobeying God. All this is bad, man. Well, this is coming from when you disobey God's commandments. The ox shall be slain before thy eyes, and thou shalt not eat, therefore. Thy ass shall be violently taken away from before thy face and shall not be restored to thee. Thy sheep shall be given unto thine enemies, and thou shall have none to rescue them. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto other people. Now, that's not good. See, Second Peter 2.14, even when a man commits adultery with his children, you put a curse on your children. That's disobeying God, and the children suffer from it. Verse 33, the fruit of thy land and thy labor shall a nation which thou knowest not eat up, and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed always. That's a, this, it's not worth doing it our way, man. People, please. I, I get Christians, and it really hurts my heart because I'm speaking from my heart. I see so many Christians so disobedient. I see people start something that stop. And then they expect God to bless them when they break the commandments of God. People tithe. They stop tithing. Even they know the truth, and they still won't tithe. That's rebellion, but they got to deal with God. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't hurt me. People say that he wants your tithe. But if you're under this ministry, you're supposed to tithe. If you're not under this ministry, 
you need to tithe because God wants you to tithe because that's that's what he says do to, to be obedient. So these things happen when we choose to do it our way. And really, rebellion is not really total surrendering to God because you're still wanting to do it your way. But there's all consequences. Verse 41, Deuteronomy 28, 41. Thou shalt beget sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them. For the, they shall go into captivity. See, put your children under bondage. Because you you're under bondage and they're under bondage. You have to lead them by example. If you're not being a doer of the word, just a hearer, that's disobedience. Thou shalt beget sons and daughters, but thou shalt not re- enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. All the trees and the fruits of thy land shall thy locusts consume. Locusts and those demons. They're consuming up because you're not obeying God. You're doing it your way. Now, when you do it your way, it's just a pleasure for a season. And you're only going to do it but just mess up because you're not meant to do what you're doing. And I wondered why I couldn't fit in when I was in the world. I was trying to fit in. want to be like everybody else. I couldn't do what everybody else do because God was calling me out of that. I just can't do what I want to do today. I'm not comfortable in doing it no more. I pray that you're not be comfortable tonight in doing it your way. It's not the good thing to do. Obey God. Tell yourself you're going to surrender this because you're really hurting yourself. And when it's time to pay for this, pay this back, you're not going to be able to deal with it for the consequences of these sins. Verse 44 to Deuteronomy 28:44, the stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shall come down very low. See, when you disobedience, you're gonna come off where you're at. God's gonna make sure that He gets your attention. You're only hurting yourself when you don't total surrender. So if you hear this message and go back doing what you're doing, you're gonna pay for it. You're gonna pay for it more because you've been warned. Uh, Ezekiel 3.17, he shall lead to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. So you, you ain't, you're not in front, you're in the rear. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue thee, and overtake thee, till thou be destroyed, because thou hast hearkened not unto the voice of the Lord, thy God, to keep his commandments and his statutes, which he command thee. If you don't commit uh, do and keep his statutes where he command, these sins will come upon any of us who call themselves Christians. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder and upon thy seed forever. You don't want that. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Verse 48. Therefore shalt thou serve thy enemy, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want and all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon the neck until he have destroyed thee. Brothers and sisters, do you see how dangerous it is when you disobey God? Now, some of you may say, he's coming out the Old Testament. That's not applicable. Yes, it is. Because it says, it ain't got, this ain't got nothing to do with blood sacrifice. This got something to do with living right and living wrong. And when you choose to do wrong, these are the consequences that will come on you if you're a Christian. It's really good that you not get saved unless you really want to total surrender yourself to God. Because if you're going to get saved for the wrong reasons, God's going to test your heart. 
You should get saved because you want to get saved. You not should get saved because God's going to give you a Mercedes Benz. I, I got people calling me from Creflo Dollars Ministries. Pastor, I'm upset I didn't get my Mercedes 226 for certain years. I've tithed so much. But I said, that's not in the Bible. And so he got angry and left the church and left God and backslid it. Well, he's going to have to pay for that because he's been taught wrong. Please, brothers and sisters, whoever is listening to me, obey the law with all your heart. Ask him to give you mercy and grace. Convey with him, please. Amen? Uh, in Deuteronomy chapter four, uh, 28, uh, verse 49, the Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, and swift as the eagle flinch, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. A nation of fierce conscience shall not regard the poison of the old, nor serve favor to the young. And he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle and the fruit of thy land until thou be destroyed, which also shall not leave thee thy corn, wine, or oil, or increase of thy knife or flock of thy sheep until he have destroyed thee. And he shall says thee in thy gates until the high and fierce walls come down wherein thou trustest throughout all the land and he shall besiege thee in thy gates throughout all the land which the Lord thy God has given verse 53 of verse 28 of Deuteronomy and thou shalt eat the fruit of thy own body the flesh of thy son and of thy daughter which the Lord thy God giveth thee in siege and the strangers wherein thy enemies shall distress thee so that the man that is tender among you and very delicate, his eyes shall be evil toward his brother and toward the wife of his bosom and toward the raiment of his children, which he shall leave. See, you can't even cover your family, especially for a man. If you are a Christian and you are born again and you say you can't be rebellious and be out there having a wife and then you're dealing with somebody else. And look, that life make you prosperous. Rebellion against God is not a good thing. So I read some of them. You can continue back at Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 68. And if I get back on there, it's, it's, it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse about what you shall not do. And you don't want to bring diseases upon yourself. If you keep reading this, disobedience against God brings sicknesses. Okay, in Deuteronomy 28:59, then the Lord will make thy pledge wonderful, and the pledges of thy seed, even great pledges of a long continence and sore sicknesses, and of long continuance. See there? Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt, which thou hast, and thou was afraid, and they shall cleave unto thee. You open up yourself with a lot of sickness and diseases when you uh, disobey God. Also, every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of this law, them will the Lord bring upon thee until thou be destroyed. You do it yourself, but see, God is not going to let you do what you want to do. He's going to give you grace in time of need, Hebrews 4.16. But there is an awakening time that you're going to have to make a decision. I'm not going to be rebellious. I'm going to study the Bible, start off by studying the Bible. Stop trying to do things your way and wait on the Lord. If you can't find a good church, stay out of one, really, because ain't none. I, I, don't, I can't give anybody any references of a church to go to in Atlanta, Georgia. Not one reference because all of them on Sundays. I don't do Sundays. So get out of them. 
Amen. And each time I read Deuteronomy, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want this. I don't want this. You know, and it gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse when we don't obey God. We have to obey God. Amen. Verse 64, and the Lord shall scatter them among the people from the one end of the earth unto the other, and thou shalt serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, not even wood and stone. So you can't do that. It is totally against the Lord God. Amen. Uh, disobedience to God's scripture. Uh we have, uh, you see, the fall of man in Genesis 3 because of rebellion. Uh, Absalom avenged Tasmar because of rebellion in 2 Samuel chapter 13. Uh, Ahab and Jezebel rebel. We see that how rebellion can bring you an uh, enemy against God, 1 Kings chapter 16, verse 22. Uh, children oppress, women rule, Jezebel, a picture of society. Women will not... Uh, come under submission of, of the of the righteousness of a man, and then what happens with them is that they rebel by not submitting to their husbands. Most women don't believe in submitting today. They're very stubborn. They're very independent. That's an independent spirit. Wives, submit yourself unto your husbands as unto the Lord. That's very foreign to Christians. Rebellion. Rebellion is so heavy in the body of Christ that being rebellion is being replaced by prosperity. But that message, you don't rebel, you go there every Sunday because you, you're trying to get something for the flesh. The kingdom of God is not based on satisfying the flesh. Please, please understand that. Amen. Satan's fall because of rebellion. Uh, Isaiah chapter 14. Satan's rebellion. Ezekiel 28. The earth was smited with a curse because of rebellion. Malachi 4, 5, 6. And then when you rebel, you begin to have strong delusions and believe in lies. That's the sign of a rebellious person. They can't recognize the truth. Most Christians who are supporting Donald Trump, they cannot be a Christian with the spirit of Christ in them supporting someone with that type of behavior. That's not God. That's, he's rebellious against God. And now you got the nation voting for something like this. This is a demonic spirit, uh, brothers and sisters. Amen. You are seeing a, re a demonic spirit in operation. Obedience is the quality of condition of being obedient to God, the act of obeying authority, a group of people under such authority by God. That's what God is looking for. Here are some, some areas that... I don't want you getting caught up in. Our fathers have sinned. Lamentations 5, 7. We bore their iniquities. My father was very sinful. My mother was very sinful. And I, I led them to the Lord, not saying I'm perfect. But if we don't straighten out this rebellion in our life and get it eradicated, totally away from us, and ask God to deliver us from it, we are going to inherit somebody's sins in our bloodline that ain't saved. It's going to come on you. It's not worth that. In Psalms chapter 7, 8, verse 8, and might not be as their fathers a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation that set not their hearts aright and whom spirit was not steadfast with God. And I believe that this is the generation that we see in America. 
the generation of support of Donald J. Trump. I can't believe one unsaved man, and this is how I know the power of Satan is with him, one unsaved man that's rebellion against authority, that's rebellion against the judiciary system, yet want to be the commander-in-chief, and the Bible said obey the laws of the land, and yet he wants to change that, and he said he wants to be a dictator for one day. That one day is going to be two days. That two days is going to be three days. Brothers and sisters, you better wake up. Please, I ask you in the name of Jesus, if you're a Trump supporter and you supported him, you were rebellious against God and believe in all those lies, man, you need to do something and tell somebody, don't vote for that man. That man is straight, outright rebellious against God, and our country is going to go down so fast that you think that America got problems. You put somebody in office like that, the head is sick, Isaiah chapter 1, speaks up the whole head, becomes sick when we are rebellious, even with our political leaders. Our political leaders, who are supposed to be Christians, are not. Margaret Taylor Green, she said she's a Christian. I called and I told her she ain't no Christian. I sent her a letter. said, you are not a Christian. You're a Christian by mouth. How in the world are you going to be a Christian? And you believe in a man who had lied to you and told you that the election was stolen. Y'all still believe that lie? That's rebellion against God. Okay, let's look at this here. Rebellion brings you to war within yourself. You're constantly fighting against yourself. Rebellion will not make you seek the Lord. It definitely is going to push you away from God because it brings other demonic spirits to keep you away from God. That's all they want to do. You be rebellious, Satan's not going to bother you. When people who are really rebellious, the devil don't bother them until God get a hold of them and then they got to pay for all that back. You sow what you weep. It's not worth it. Okay, let's look at some scriptures here dealing with this. I'd like for you to turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 19. Don't be rebellious against God. It's not worth it. My God, it's easy for us to choose sin. Sin is easy to get into. But, boy, is it hard to get out of and hard to pay back. I, I I don't want it. I want peace. I'm trying to get to heaven, brothers and sisters. Brother Emmett is not doing this for you. I'm doing this for the Lord Jesus because it's eternal life that I'm after. And when we're rebellious, it blocks us from eternal life. Rebellion blocks us from eternal life. When we're rebellious and we allow riches to come into our lives and we want these riches more than God, we want the lust of the vindication more than God, we are out of the will of God. In Mark chapter 10, verse 23, hold on to Matthew 5, 19, and go to Mark 10, 23. And Jesus looked around about and said unto his disciples, how hard it shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God. See, when you're rich, you're not going to be obedient to God because you do what you want to do. You got money. This is why money really messes people up and really blocks them from being obedient, especially rich people. You know, Dwight Howard, basketball player, comes from Fellowship of Faith Church, was a Christian. Look at him now. Look what the money did to him. Look how he is now. 
And the disciples were astonished at his words, but Jesus answered again and said unto him, Children, how hard is it for them that trust in riches to enter into the kingdom of God? Now, if you're rebellious and you're running after riches, it's going to be very difficult for you to get into the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. For a rich man to enter. Donald Trump's rich. It's going to be hard for him to get into the kingdom of God. And you ain't even rich and you're trying to follow him. You're going to go to hell right with him with your political ideologies. That ain't got nothing to do with the kingdom of God. That has nothing to do with the kingdom of God. And they were astonished of his measure saying among themselves, who then can be saved? And Jesus, looking up them, says, with men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. And when we are obedient, there is a reward for sacrifice. When we obey God, we are sacrificing disobedience. We're going away from it. We don't want to be aligned with that thing. And the reward for sacrifice is wonderful. Uh, Jesus says this in Mark chapter uh, 10, verse 28. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, there is no man that hath left house or brethren or sister or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospel, but he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time houses, brethren, sisters, mothers, children, land with persecution in the world to come. With persecution in the world to come, watch this, eternal life. So if you are disobeying God, you can forget eternal life, but you're not going. You're disobeying God. How are you going to get to heaven by doing what you want to do? It's not going to work. It's not going to work. But many that are first shall be last, and the last first. Now, there's a scripture. Where is in the Bible that Jesus says, follow me and leave all your riches and I'll give you kingdom in heaven? If you want to give it all, you got Jesus replied, go sell your possessions. Give everything to the poor, all your wealth with them. Be in heaven. Then come follow me. That was the last thing the young man expected to hear and so craftiness he walked away matthew chapter 19 verse 21 through 24 are you going to walk away and not be obedient with god today are you going to walk away from the blessings that the lord has bestowed upon thee you don't want to walk away and 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 do what you want to do because in the end it's not good for those who live that type of life God doesn't want you to live that type of life. God doesn't want you positioned where you can't get blessed and get eternal life because your disobedience is going to add up and your sins will call you out. The Bible says that in the, in the, in, in the Bible. King James Version, your sin will call you out. 
Let's look at Numbers, chapter 32, verse 23. Numbers, chapter 32, verse 23. But if ye will not do so, will not do what? Obey God. But if ye will not do so, behold, ye have sinned against the Lord. See, rebellion makes you sin against the Lord. Now watch this now. And be sure your sin will find you out. I don't want that. I don't want that. And I, you don't want that. We have to break up our follow ground. We're going to do part two of this thing later on tonight because this is a telethon. I'm stretching it throughout the night. We are raising money. We are trying to get a search engine. We It's like 428 a month. That's a lot. That's okay. I trust God. I'm not the pastor to try to bleed people out of money. So I have a peace when I ask for offering. I'm not here to rob you. I'm here to give you the word of God and pray that God move on your heart so that I can get the things that this radio station that God has shown me needs to be gotten. And I'm going to get it when I settle my military case. I doubt if you ever hear me say don't give. Well, you know, I've been to settle my case and do it myself. Because I'm going to take every dime I got to get this search engine. I want the gospel of Christ throughout the whole world. I have a desire to have an FM radio station in Atlanta and in Jamaica. And I'm going to get that FM radio station. Because we need this ministry of deliverance needs to be out. We got so much foolishness in the church that is just pitiful to God. People doing what they want to do, how they want to do it. And acting as if they're obeying God, but you can't fool God. You have to obey him. Amen. We're going to close with Titus 1.16. They profess that they knew God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient, and unto every good works reprobate. You don't obey God. You're like that. You can't give Christ your life and then begin to live your life independent while he's in there. It's not going to work. And so what you're doing is bringing division within yourself. Now, you have confessed Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If thou believe in my mouth that Jesus is Lord, Romans 10, 9, the Bible says, thou shalt be saved. So you have allowed Christ to ask Christ to come in your life. You have to give him the permission to work out your salvation. You have to give him the permission to break up your follow ground and be obedient. He may not tell you to do this. You've got to be willing to obey his spirit. When it comes down to... Uh, judgment, it's going to be you and God, not me when I die, because I'm going to have to suffer, and I'm going to have to be judged for the things that I did wrong. But if we obey God, obedience is better than sacrifice. We can come above the sicknesses, the lack, and we can be healthy. God wants our souls to, to be healthy, our bodies to be prosperous and healed. But disobedience and rebellion does not bring the benefits of healing. Remember that. God bless you. We're going to go part two of rebellion uh, tomorrow, and I may do it tonight. God doesn't want you to be rebellious. Please, 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 please don't allow that. There's another spirit in my scripture before I go. King James Version, Exodus chapter 20, verse 43. King James Version, Exodus forty twenty three. Ye shall not make with me gods of silver, 
neither shall ye make unto you gods of gold. If you're in this prosperity ministry and following that foolishness, ain't going to work. Submit yourself to God. Give up trying to do it your way and being rebellious toward his word. And line up with his word, and I guarantee you, your healing will come to pass, and all of your blessings will be fulfilled by obeying God instead of being disobedient and rebellion against God. We're talking about the spirit of rebellion. We're going to deal with part two, either tonight or tomorrow, because we're going to tie this in with the antichrist spirit that's going on in the world today. God bless you. Please, Christians, don't vote for Donald Trump. You're going to vote for a dictator if you put this man in office. God is warning you. God told the children of Israel, they say, give us a king. God gave him one. Now, if y'all want that, you're going to have to come with the consequences with it. And I don't want it. And I pray that you don't want it either. Shalom. Please sow a seed at www.livedeliverance.com. You can go to our PayPal site at www.livedeliverance.com and look on the lower left hand of the icon. On the lower left hand of the icon, at the left hand side, you'll see where it says PayPal. We have a secure PayPal site. You can give to that. You can also go to www.livedeliverance.com to go fund me and so see to keep us on air. God bless. Don't be disobedient. Don't be rebellious. Don't allow the spirit of rebellion to work in you like witchcraft. Witchcraft is control. You don't want the demons to control you when you open up the door to that sin. Repent. Ask the Lord to forgive you right now. Rededicate your life to the Lord. Say, Heavenly Father, Lord, I'm sorry. I surrender all to you. Surrender to the Lord Jesus. Surrender everything. Give it all up. Cast your care upon him for he cared for you. I'm in a strange situation. When I left Jamaica, I don't have no fellowship here in the United States at all. I'm here by myself. And do you know that since I got back from Jamaica and I got by myself teaching and doing this and doing that, and you get aside, I'm able to pull over and God can show me a lot of stuff. And being here, God showed me a lot about me. God straightened out my credit. God straightened out my finances. I mean, God has done a wonderful thing as I surrender my will to the Lord. We have flesh. The flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit lusts against the flesh. They're contrary one to another. It's a battle within us, and we have to choose who we're going to serve, either rebellious or the spirit of rebellion, or Jesus of Nazareth. Shalom and God bless.